Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. My name is Keen and I'm reporting live from Club 96. I'm James O'Hagan. Just got here this morning. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Blair St. Clair. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're really in the doldrums of, of the Queens now. Yeah. <laughs> Although, are the we? iconic entrance of Blair St. Clair. <laughs> Welcome back to Sissy That Pod. This is a little catch-up episode because it's been, it feels like ages since we've been It together. really does. It really, like, I mean, our world's been flipped, turned upside down. Yeah. <laughs> What's so rest? much has happened. So Trump much. has been impeached. <laughs> it's basically Christmas. Boris Johnson has a majority. I mean, come on. <laughs> this isn't that podcast, though. We're not talking about that stuff. <laughs> That's literally Well, actually, we are going to be talking about Trump in a minute. Um, yeah, so we're just going to run through some of the sort of bits, drag race bits that are out mm. there since the episode aired. The first one is Morning TNT. So this is the... Is this the winning show that the Vivian got for... I don't know, the crown? Remember she gets her own personal show? I think so, because they promoted it in the end of the finale. Because lucky bag of chips, if that's the case, because she didn't I mean, even win and she gets part of the show. I mean, look, lucky. Is anyone lucky <laughs> to be involved in that steaming pile? So if you haven't seen it, <laughs> is it available on YouTube or is it exclusively? I Web think it's Presents exclusive Plus? on Web Presents Plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically it's them reprising their roles for their Snatch Game. Bag of chips is Margaret Thatcher and Vivian is Donald Trump. Yeah, absolutely. And they're leaning heavily into the the, the canon of uh, Drag Race UK season one by, by pulling in some of the iconic looks where they had uh, something Wong in the first episode as the Queen. Now, I didn't watch the first episode of it because I saw that trailer bit where something Wong is delivering her line and then sort of shuffles out really awkwardly. And I thought that this is this is just depressing. I watched the full seven minutes of the first one. And similar to the second one, I don't know if you've watched it. I just checked YouTube there and it's not on there. So it must be exclusively yeah. Represence Plus. Um, there's just something off and I can't put my finger on it. And I'm not going to say I'm some big sketch comedian, you know, yeah. extravaganza. But there's just something off with how it's done. I think they didn't write it too much and they were leaving it up to improv. But I think with improv, you need to like throw a lot of shit at the wall yeah. and pick the best parts. Yeah, I, I think that it was obviously they saw how well they had played off each other in the Snatch Game and thought that's the money-making idea and maybe never stopped to turn around and actually look, well, is, is this funny? Because I, I don't feel like even they look I don't feel like they, they look like they're enjoying themselves when they're doing it mm. and they've done like the makeup and everything they've done for, for both Margaret Thatcher and, and Trump like it, 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 it's kind of weird and I don't know I, 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 I don't know I think they look strange they sound strange yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not into it they do they don't look as good as they did on Snatch Game and maybe that's the lighting like I don't know yeah absolutely yeah but, but like the Vivian looks like a twink Trump yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's well, weird. she was on that wedding crash diet. Yeah, she, so she. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, like it just feels like they didn't let the scenes breathe enough. Yeah, it should be kind of like, here's your concept, you know, run with that and go for ten minutes and pick something. Whereas it just kind of seems like they're like, here we are back straight into the punchline and we're gone again. Yeah, and you're just you spend time so oh, disorientated going, when am I supposed to be laughing? It's extremely chaotic. Like I, I would have thought that it would have been better almost like if they want to go with this kind of morning show idea, it would have been better to have like a load of different cast members mm. to have them doing different. Because like, I mean, I, I think if I'm thinking back to the Vivian, like my favorite thing of the Vivians from the from, from All Stars or from season one was the like weird ad for the water that I'm mm. dripping. Yeah. Like I think that woman 
one's really funny. Why isn't she on this? Or, and even with Bag of Chips, they're kind of, I'm much better. Like, they could be kind of, they could use those characters. If they want to pull exclusively from mm. what was popular on, 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 on season one, they could pull on different things. It just, I think that there wasn't enough with the Trump-Thatcher thing to turn it into a full series. I think there's still content there. I just don't know if they're utilizing it. In episode one, there's a bit where there's a they're doing the news. And there's yeah. a news story of a guy who burned his house down because his parents were snowflakes or something like that, or were like environmentalists. Yeah. And like that sort of like satire on right-wing politics and just kind of seeing them react to it, I thought it was quite funny. Yeah. And But you could flesh that out to 10 minutes, you know, have a new scene, have them cut to like a, a reporter, have it like Crystal on the ground chatting to somebody yeah. who's like, you know, something twisted like that. Like, I don't know, like tree huggers get you know collapsed by something like do you know the way you can i'm rubbish yeah but uh, what i think is and actually this was something that i think was was perhaps common throughout the the series as well they it probably would have been better if they leaned more heavily into the satire instead of into the sort of sex jokes yes and they 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 need that same critique that blue hydrangea got which was that they 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 needed to stop relying on kind of gross out comedy because i think you're right i think that if they'd gone fully into that satire thing that would be much more entertaining. Mm, definitely. Because at the moment, it's kind of like semi-fleshed out kind of weird segments that get chopped together really fast with little like bits where they're like in hell or whatever they are. And then the actual news stories, they don't, they don't actually speak anything. They don't no. actually speak about anything. They, like they never actually speak about anything. It's no. always like intros to things that don't then happen. Yeah, it is. And you're just constantly sort of being like, seeing just so many things like being stuck in the middle of Grafton Street at Christmas time and yes. just, so many things whirring past <laughs> yeah. you like what am I supposed to be looking at the best part in episode one was when something one came out Trump and Thatcher just <laughs> spent about a minute and a half re- just describing the Queen's vagina in just different ways and just all these just synonyms of it and it was just funny because like what well, they get to like the fifth one each and it's just funny seeing them just keep going yeah. and I'm presumably they're you know that's a list they just learned to do. yeah but that was the only skit you'd call it that's over 30 seconds long and that was the funniest yeah and then with the with the the second episode i suppose you, you had the the kit the, i enjoyed the kim kardashian fake interview because i liked the kind of play on the fact that like trump wasn't, trump wasn't allowing her answer that that was good yeah. that was funny uh, the kim woodburn interview i uh, i didn't love I enjoyed it because Kim Woodburn is funny. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And now this could be because I'm a snowflake, but I was kind of like, there was a lot of kind of trying to em- emasculate. This is going to sound. No, no, I agree. There was a bit of body shaming now on Trump. Yeah. Body shaming and kind of being like, oh, you know, you're not a real man because you have a small penis or you're not a real man because you've got bad hair or you're not a real man. And it's like, no, Trump's a dickhead because Trump's a dickhead. Let's not like let's sure. not like get cheap humor out of the fact that like yeah, yeah he's like he looks gross. But you know? yeah, but I suppose I, in my head I was kind of thinking that like she was going down to his level. But I do think the proper way to deal with in that case is take the higher ground. But then I don't yeah, think that's yeah, actually yeah. Gonna be funny. I don't know. I I just I'm thinking that like that wasn't funny in itself either. Mm. So um, it was just it was all... just funny to see. I'm just presuming that was horrific. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seemed to be like just off the cuff. And also, they... what I want to know is, did they fly Kim Woodburn out to L.A. <laughs> to film that? I don't feel like they did, which means I want to know: did the Vivian ever actually make, make it to, to LA, LA, or is she in some sort of like a, you know scunthorpe <laughs> industrial <laughs> estate? <laughs> 
so my hopes aren't high for the rest of the No, show. no, my hopes are not high either. But I think that um, we can all agree that WoW Presents online content has peaks and troughs. Mm. And That's we can... very <laughs> diplomatically put. Yeah. And, and that this is a, a trough. This is a trough. <laughs> and by peaks and troughs, I do just mean fashion photo well, review. The and, peak. <laughs> and everything else is the trough. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually watched anything else the, other than Drag Race. And I tried to watch, do you remember, I, Alyssa's Secret, I had a few moments in it. And then, um, do you remember Bianca did a, like, kind of a, really, queen? Yes. And it was just terrible. Like, okay. And, I'm, and that, I just, that, that heartens me for the Vivian and Bag of Chips. Because if even Bianca... When Hurricane know, Bianca was shite. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, actually. Well, she's still very funny. She is hilarious, but I, and if, if if she can make such a shite series and then they make such, she there's hope for them. Yes. But that being said, I watched it and I was like, oh, I'm not enjoying this. But you know, I was going to stick through it and watch the rest of it because I'm going to support Bianca, blah blah blah. But there's another ep- another movie coming, so it means that no, not a third one. Well, two. Well, I don't know if that's how she edits it. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I watched part oh, okay. of it. And it's terrible. Well, they made a second one, so they're obviously like they obviously don't care about the quality of it for to make another one. They just <laughs> care if the audience is there. So um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Webster's post content not but, great. I'm still not convinced this is her show. I think she gets another one because before we saw the trailer for this, was there not a sort of cartoon image of her getting into a car? But I think that was to imply she's going to she LA. was going to America and that she was going to be making a show. I, I feel like this is her show. I think this is her shot. This is her moment. Mm. This is her perfect well, moment. In, like, never has there been such a grimmer contrast between $100,000 and having to make that show. I know. Oh, my God. People might stop paying her to start paying <laughs> yeah. her to stop making this. <laughs> Go fund me. Yeah. <laughs> Pay me so I don't have to keep making TNT content that we all have to watch. Oh, God. But on the subject of peaks and troughs, um, this being a terrible, terrible moment for the Vivian... On a highlight, she got married recently. She did. Yeah. They were really cute. Yeah, they were very cute. Um, it was, she, was it in G-A-Y? It, heaven, I heaven, believe. Heaven. Yeah. Um, and I thought I thought it looked like a lovely wedding. Blue Hydrangea went in drag. They had Chad Michaels perform at the ceremony. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she... I, I think know. Chad Michaels married them. Oh, that's I heard lovely. Vivian speak on the, the official Drag Race podcast, UK podcast, and yeah. she said that Chad Michaels was marrying them, so... Oh, and Chad Michaels looked phenomenal. I don't know if you saw any of the pictures. Yeah, it was it a is, gold yeah. outfit. She was gorgeous looking. Yeah, she was. Um, but yeah, I thought that. I thought I, I, I thought that they looked like a cute couple. I, of course, met them last Christmas when I was in Gran Canaria at Sparkles, um, and they seemed like a very happy couple. <laughs> I wish them all the best. My invitation obviously got lost because they didn't but have my home there address. In Sparkles for you. Just never went back. <laughs> I actually did go back to Sparkles this weekend. Well, they were married at that point. <laughs> they had burnt their invitation. <laughs> yeah, I went to collect my RSVP. <laughs> yeah. Turned out the wedding was over. <laughs> <laughs> How was Sparkles? Sparkles was um, I can't remember because I was too drunk. Uh, <laughs> great. <laughs> James will send you off to Grand Canary, get some content for the pod. Sorry, no, lads. We actually we, we arrived over um, and we discovered that they were on their one week's Christmas holiday. So it only opened the second last night that we were there, and we went along and. It was it was a fun show. What I can remember of it, I got booed off stage for trying to um to to karaoke sing um total clips to heart, 
Um, I got. Are into... you a good singer? No, I'm not. Okay. I mean, you can probably tell by the sort of nasal flatness of the voice I'm speaking with at the moment that my <laughs> that my singing voice. I'm no Charlotte Church. <laughs> Charlotte Church. I actually just remembering. Remember she had a prop career for a while. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, crazy chick. She's like, oh god. It's like chunky Billy Piper. That's terrible. <laughs> that is bad. Yeah, you no. can't be giving out about Kim no. Wooper for fat shaming and a fat shame poor child. I wasn't fat shaming her. What do you mean chunky then? Um, chunky yet funky, large and in charge. <laughs> Backpedaling. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we've we've no drag content to report from Grand Grand Canary. Uh, no, um, we. Um, None of the, the, the main queens were there that particular night. So Chi-Chi Monroe, the cork queen who works over there, was emceeing the whole evening. Okay. She looked phenomenal, is an amazing performer. I would love to see her going on to to a, a, a season of UK drag, uh, UK drag Race. I think she'd be fantastic at it. Um, but it was only herself and then one of the owners of the club, Vanity Case, were, were actually performing that evening. It was, it was kind of a... They were slowly working their way back into the Christmas, the Christmas show spirit. The Christmas shows I saw there last year, which when I was there over Christmas, were spectacular. Mm. They put in some amount of effort. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm sorry that I, I I didn't didn't see it again this year. Well, I'm not sure if she'll be able to because isn't there something about Irish queens not being able to get onto Drag Race UK? Yeah, so there does appear to be rumors going around, rumors circulating. Because I do know that we had we had, had um, rumors from Irish queens who have applied yeah. that they'd made it through to a sort of a second round of applications. And then more recently heard that those same queens have been declined because they aren't UK citizens, which is hmm. a real pity. It is, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm so curious by that because obviously we tend to have an Irish person in each one of the shows, like the token Irish person. Yeah. Love Island, we're going to have no Irish people in that. That's starting back soon. We had an Irish girl in The Apprentice over the summer. Oh, actually, that's true because... Yeah, because I was trying to think of BBC shows because obviously, like Love Island is a Love Island is an ITV one. Yeah. The X Factor is ITV, so they would they would always bring those people in. So I do wonder, like I mean, you know, we've already talked about Trump and Thatcher, but could it be Brexit that they're kind of saying they don't know what way things are going to work out with travel? Yeah, I think that could be it. Like they don't yeah. want to have a situation where they have a contestant that isn't eligible to be in the country. But I mean, it takes what three weeks to film the show. Yeah, um, I suppose they need to have. Have you be around for promo? They need to be at the premieres. They need to be. Doing... But I, I assume that like, I mean, you know, whatever way things work out, I'm pretty confident we'll still be able to go to England. Sure. Yes. Because you know, like, I can't see. I mean, I suppose it's probably more complicated with like work permits or whatever mm. they need to be to be getting. So it could be that like there's stricter rules and regulations around who's able to be on those shows. So perhaps this is the beginning now of like an Irish exodus from UK talent shows, um, which would be a real pity. Poor Elmora. Mora is not going anywhere. Mora <laughs> is very safe. Mora, um, I think Mora should be taking over from Caroline Flack. It could be. It looks like Laura Whitmore is going to be another Irish girl. Oh, I but she's probably a resident now at this point. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. Caroline. She's been there for a while. Yeah, Mora would be great. Yeah. Poor Caroline. Really though. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't think she should have been fired, but I'm just kind of like, oh, that's. I say she regrets how it's all played out. Yeah. And I have empathy. For I hope she that. also regrets beating her husband. <laughs> Boyfriend. <laughs> Boyfriend. Yeah. She threw a phone at him? I mean, nobody ever cancelled Naomi Campbell for that. No. People have done a lot worse and have been cancelled. Yeah, that's true. Chris, um, Chris Brown. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I do. I have empathy for, but I'm kind of, but like, not that it isn't her fault. Just the way. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, I do, although did you see? And this is like deep shade uh, slash. I don't have full detail, so it's you okay. know whatever. Uh, her ex Andrew Brady, the yeah. Apprentice contestant, put up a big long kind of very thinly veiled kind of oh i kept my secrets i kept my secrets but the secrets are out now kind of post on instagram which seemed to be in relation to that and perhaps maybe trying to imply that perhaps he had experienced similar aggressions but we we obviously uh allegedly yeah allegedly. <laughs> um, i mean it, like if you lost the you know a judge on X, X Factor or something, whatever. ITV, or say Love Island, is such a cushy job. Like, pay him, yeah. paid a million to be on holidays and you swan in three times a series, kick somebody out and that's it. Like, yeah. I know she has that after sun show she does, but I mean, easiest job in the world. Yeah. Who would you, I, I think actually Emma Willis is who I'd have wanted to take over. I saw a very funny gif. I'd, I've never seen the gif before, but it was like a woman opening and she's delighted and she's leaving kind of waving at everybody. But it was like Emma Willis, whenever she hears as a uh, presenting role up for grabs, yeah. <laughs> she just does everything. <laughs> I do like Emma Willis. I love Davina, but I think, you know, maybe uh, Davina's a bit too old now for. But why not? Us. She could be a, you know, a motherly figure. I mean, she did do Street Date, and we all loved Street Date. <laughs> I didn't see Street Date. No, that's because it was made in the 1970s when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> I love Davina. Who else? People were saying Gemma Collins, Alison Hammond, but they wouldn't let them on because they don't conform to the Love Island body uh, type. I don't know that, that Gemma Collins, Gemma Collins would, be... would be an awful presenter. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, Alison Hammond would be great. Did you see her at Mariah Carey? No. She asked Mariah Carey, she was like, obviously, you know how to write a great song. Um, do you mind if I give you some song ideas? Some of my song ideas run them past you. And she was like, I'd rather you keep them to yourself. Alison <laughs> <laughs> just burst. She's like, okay. He looks at the camera and bursts out laughing. <laughs> also, have you seen Mariah Carey on Billy on the Street? No, I haven't. Oh, she's also on that as well. She's great. Okay, Mariah Carey's because she's releasing a new video to uh, to All I Want for Christmas. Yeah, she's like, really hammering home because it's twenty fifth anniversary and it got to number one in the well done. US Woo. Billboard chart after twenty five years. So congrats, Mariah. She Carey. she needed that. She did. <laughs> Only her nineteenth number one. <laughs> Shocks that it wasn't number one before. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was thinking like, what songs in twenty five years time could be number one again? I'm hoping for Lady Gaga's Christmas tree. Get <laughs> yeah, that to number get one. That to number 2033. One. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, we've very very off on some tangent there. Um where do we start with this? Who even knows? We're so out of practice. <laughs> we're so out of we're practice. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, something we have been up to date with is All Stars 4, which is back on Netflix. Yeah, and I hope it's a it's a precursor to them uh, dropping the whole like rest of them on as mm. well. I rewatched it. Uh, on my on my flights to and from Gran Canaria, okay, um, four hours, you know, get solid way through it, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that on rewatching, much like season three, it's actually better than you remember. Well, I would say the opposite. Oh, now, <laughs> I but I think it's because when I watched it first, I was doing the fantasy league with my friends. Yeah, so I would watch each episode going like. Come on now, Naomi. Come on, Valentina. I need you to do well. You're on my team. Whereas now I'm just watching it because I have nothing on stake. Even though I have nothing on stake, I have just yeah. my pride, a few points with friends. But like, <laughs> I think now that I don't have that, I'm not enjoying it as much. 
Um, I don't know. I think that maybe I was super invested in it when I came in first and I really, really, really wanted Manila to win. Mm. And I was like, and I remember being sickened. I felt sick um, when she was eliminated. Yes. But I also remember from earlier in that season, I was sickened that Naomi wasn't getting the recognition that she deserved for as well as she was doing. Yeah. She was always kind of floating in the top three. Yeah. But then kind of was being sold as like a middling queen. And then she eliminated... Um, Manila yeah. and I was like I hate you I hate you die <laughs> no no she like I accepted that and moved on I, I well I, I accepted and moved on this time and, uh, a year later okay. I accepted that and I moved, moved on. on well I'm sure Naomi's <laughs> finally glad um, I don't rem- I once I started watching it I remembered how many sort of dodgy decisions there were like, yeah I, I rarely agreed with both winners and both losers um, in the in the talent show my winners were Manila and Gia. I just thought they were both quite so unique yeah. and so different. And Trinity, who I remembered enjoying more the first time with her tucking um, tutorial. I would have, I would have, I, I agree. <laughs> I thought I liked Trinity's tucking tutorial. I thought it was fun. I didn't enjoy any of the songs that they sang, but I never really enjoy any of the songs mm. that they sang. Are you Brown Cow Stunning? Are uh, you Brown Cow Stunning? Are you Brown Cow Stunning? No. Get the ooh ah ah sensation because you're brownstone cunning. Brownstone, brownstone, <laughs> brownstone cunning. That's my new single. Out for Christmas. Brownstone cunning lingus. <laughs> um, what snatch game? Like that should have been a um, Naomi and Trinity top two. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, what was the girl group challenge? Uh, yeah, that was actually quite fine. The but, sex and the kitty girls episode was. I haven't rewatched that one yet. Oh, God, diabolical! There is no way that Latrice deserved to be in the in the bottom. Oh no, she was in the bottom. There was no way she deserved not to go home. I'm just no. Yeah, th- she was the the stalactite. She was the one who hung around for the whole series. Yeah, she was the Chichi Devane or the Roxy Andrews, like the one just hung but around. But I, I, I just felt as well though, like she, she, like I felt like with both Chichi and Roxy, like they got it, yeah. they understood. Yeah. Whereas she was right, she was like, I'm gonna get my crown. I'm gonna get my crown. It's like, no. Have you seen what you've been wearing on the runways, Latrice? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Her kitty cat look was like a load of elephants on a dress. I'm oh, like, this is terrible. So bad. Yeah, no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Um, but I have, I have been enjoying it more. I think because maybe I was super invested in it when I was watching it, and I was really getting into like getting annoyed at the performances and getting annoyed at like the decisions that were being made. And this time, I kind of watched it in a more like laid back. And I was yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Kids are us. Yeah. It all just washes over me. You know. I watched also three before it, and I've I have little notes which I'm sure I'll bring up to the show one day of the alternate timelines of all okay. three. I've, I have this pivot point. <laughs> I'm <laughs> such a nerd. Yeah. In episode two, where Shangela has to choose between Thorgy and Kennedy to go home. Yeah. And my hypothesis, and that's when it becomes a thesis and you've proved it. Anyway, my hypothesis is if she had sent home Kennedy, she would have won. Oh, Jesus. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no because um, Kennedy sucked up a lot of votes in the final votes when all the queens came out if she kept Torgy Torgy would have been competition for Trixie I think she would have made it into the top two and once she got to the top two she would have won because she did a lip sync with her pinata underneath her so she would have won 
that's my theory and we can go through some of the time the yeah okay that, 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 that's a fun I like it an alternative timeline yeah. it's like the man from White Castle only for drag <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that it's like if, if the Nazis were drag Stop queens <laughs> on that sort of train of thought um i think there's not that many alternate timelines in all stars 4 i think most people go home when it's the right time for them to go home um yes i wasn't as convinced that apart from Manila. yes i i don't know i i felt like valentina could have stayed around longer based on her overall like like, I felt that, like, that might have been more Naomi's time to go. Basically, I would have liked to get out of there before she sent Manila home. So, <laughs> I'm like, send her home then. Because I felt like that's the first time you actually saw, like, a genuinely shocked reaction. From, well, until Manila went home from, from RuPaul. Like, I think RuPaul wanted Valentina yeah. to go all the way. But, like, and the contestants say it true, right? All says four. Valentina was the one to watch. Like, I was like, she is going to win. She was so versatile in season yeah. nine. She had <clears throat> such clever looks. She had a really, really clever snatch game. I was like, she has this in the bag. And then she was an okay at the yeah. at the performance, the what's the opening? The talent show. Yeah. They did a good girl group and then after her Eartha kit, it just went downhill. She came across as so deluded that she thought she was yeah. much better. She threw loads of money at her runways, but she wasn't really hitting the No, she wasn't really hitting the mark. Like it wasn't like the detox where so you were so getting someone turned the, the the corner and you're like, Wow, this is amazing. Mm. Or even her looks from her season. Like she <coughs> she did some spectacular looks in her season and there was nothing that really matched that. Like mm. the look she got sent home in when she was doing the plastic fantastic and she was in the yeah. kind of like Barbie doll thing. Like it was not I don't know, it it wasn't it it was like it just wasn't very elevated or something. No. Um, whereas some of the rest of them had like really like but like uh, actually that's a, that's the biggest thing about that All Stars four like the biggest gag of the season was the two winners. Do you think that that was a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> that flowed off the tongue. <laughs> I just don't like because obviously no nobody did. <laughs> well, it comes down to the thing like. There's been so much conversation about race in the show and how the winners yeah. tend to be white, and especially after All Stars 3, when you have Trixie, one white queen amongst three black queens winning. It's hard to think that that outcome was not based on having that, even in the back of their mind. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and watching the season back, I would say that Manila and Trinity should have been the top two, and Manila should have won. Mm. Um, which I think probably would have been the the producer's kind of ideal scenario because it would have addressed the whole race balance issue, yeah. but in a fair way where you actually got someone who really deserved to win. And the thing about it is, is that it, Monet is like a really good queen and I, I like her a lot. And I think she is great. Mm. Like I, I think she's hilariously funny, but I just think that her performance is real patchy throughout the whole thing. I, I, I don't know what it was. I just couldn't, I just didn't warm to her. I warmed her so much in season 10. Yeah. I just didn't warm to her as much in season nine. I don't know what it was. Yeah. She had the occasional good runway. She had a diabolical snatch game. She sort of won when it wasn't that important to win. Yeah. She didn't really win in a really good way. I don't really feel she has that many iconic moments from the series. No. What were your iconic moments from Elsa's 4? God. 
I would have felt unfair asking you this off the top of your head, but you've just watched it, so you should I know, care. and I, I should remember, but of course I don't. Um, One of mine is Naomi Smalls in that Prince look. I just thought that was oh, so Oh, actually, I think amazing. that's... Naomi Smalls like, had the detox runway. When she did the, the, the makeover and the Sonny and Cher thing, mm. I thought that was like that was When she did the, the, like, the housewife with the, with the pie and it's burnt all down. Yes. Amazing. That was amazing. Swerves and curves. I also... I loved... Um, I loved Manila's uh, spaghetti look as well. I thought yeah. it was pretty... I mean, again, that was obviously something she wore in a challenge where she knew that it didn't really matter what she did because she, mm. like, wasn't actually up or part of the, the competition. The Lala I think, Perusa. Yeah, the... Um, the backflip? I don't know what you call it. Like, that... The, the oh, Yeah, where she bends back in the yeah. red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, another iconic. That was. Well. I think that's. I think it's a lot of the mm. things, like a lot of the looks, like the lip sync episode, the lip sync um, outfit that Naomi wears when she sends Manila home. That like, gr- like lime green yeah. dress with the cape. That's beautiful. I, I think all of Naomi's looks were like spectacular. Mm. Like, they were really spectacular. Um, I love when she's wearing the the red and white paillettes with the big yellow furry jacket. A yeah, la bag yeah. Of chips. No, that was brilliant. Um, yeah, and her huge big yellow Trinity's, wig. Trinity's swerves and curves look. I love where she had that sort of netting hair. Yes, loved yeah. that too. Yeah, no, that was brilliant. Yeah, it was Latrice's, a really good runway. Yeah, Latrice's big um, purple purple thing. The only look she brought. To the <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Like that was that was pretty spectacular. <laughs> well, I think there was a lack of comedy queens, maybe. Mm. Like there wasn't a sort of a Trixie or a Bend of the Creme in the mix or an Alaska yeah. or a Katia. But there, there was a stand-up and that's probably the the, mo- the best Monet did for me was at the stand-up. But then she was overshined by Manila who just came out with that umbrella, took one look at Lady Bunny and then was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and she won. In my eyes, she'd won the challenge at that point. Yeah, no, absolutely she had. And that was that was a fun and clever challenge. I liked mm. it. Like all of the challenges were quite good in it actually. Um, but yeah. Um, I enjoyed it more, but it definitely, I think that, and we're coming up on talking about this in a minute, but I do think that it probably was the time to take a break. Like, yeah. I think that, I think that, that like, they, they probably didn't need to, to bring us to All-Stars 5. So quickly. So quickly. I just want to shout out RuPaul's um, Red Bull episode. That's Lala Perusa. So oh, yes, yes, yes. When he's... There was like, it was teased before the season that there was one episode where he was just really, really giddy on Red Bull. Yeah. And it's, and you just hear him shouting and like, just saying, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, boots the house, like to shout all these like ad lib things that make no sense. <laughs> and then I really felt sad for Farah because even though she deserved to go home when she did, she's coming back. She's lip syncing against Valentina. The first thing she does is a hair flick and the, the, her wig just sort of like, all the hair just covers her face and you're like, no, there you go, you got home again. Yes, <laughs> like, no, you're like, you're not, you're not going back. I also feel sorry for her because her, like her big expensive, uh, the, the talent clam. show thing, mm. clam thing, and then she slips and falls over. And it's instead not a clam, of, sorry, it's compact. Isn't it? Yeah. It's and then it, instead of being able to just like, you know, turn it into something. Like, I think if that had happened to any of the other queens, they would have had the wherewithal to kind of turn that into part of the performance. Yeah. But with her, it just read in her face. It's like, oh my God, I've ruined everything. This is terrible. Mm. And come here, Jasmine Masters, was she happy to leave or was she bullying? <laughs> I can 
forgot that she was even on it. Like, like she just like she walked I, I, all her fucking trouser seats. Oh my god! Like the Hillary Clinton of drag. <laughs> <laughs> like she no, I I think she didn't care because I mean like it, it's weird. I I think that she is really kind of like doing it for a paycheck. Like even the Holloway spectacular, if you think about it, the way she kind of wandered in, all like, hey, I'm here too, yeah. yeah. And then she like has her like weird black plastic bag over her head for the end of the episode. Mm. Like I I don't think she had any. I I don't think that there was. I don't think she wanted to be arraigned. I think okay. she kind of walked in thinking, yeah, I've, I've, I've picked up the paycheck. I, I don't need to stick around for a couple of weeks. Gotcha. Because um, that performance, that stand-up performance was just... So bad. So bad. So, so bad. <laughs> and then, like, she comes back for Lollapurusa and she doesn't even pad. Yeah. And you have Trinity there with her, like, you know, sculpted by the doctor's bum, shaking it, and you just have, <laughs> like... Uh, Jasmine shaking like a piece of ham like it's just <laughs> so ineffective oh god yeah no it was terrible yeah I, I think she obviously is just like whatever I'll get paid but I, <laughs> I don't want to stick around I don't have to put any effort in I hated the outfit she wore on the runway for the first episode the like horrible kind of like sequin striped suit oh thing. yeah I, I just thought yeah, a bag of chips powder for yeah <laughs> uh, okay let's move on to All Stars 5 so this is the non-official but confirmed cast yeah, yeah. so the, i i'm have you, you've had a look at the cast yeah i i quite i, I think it's quite an interesting cast would we go through um, quickly one by one yeah so go to, so first up is mayhem miller um which i feel she's only there because she had that meme with the eyes where she's like yes owl-like. i mean uh, the owl eye thing not not exactly podcast friendly but uh you know yeah. uh we were both doing it um <laughs> Yeah, but I also think like she she was really she came into season ten really strong. Mm. She came back for the holiday. She, spe- she won the first episode. Yeah, didn't she? she came back for the holiday spectacular. She had that amazing Krampus look. So I think like she kind of has been like building a bit of a you know yeah I'm gonna turn it on the runway. Um, I don't know that she's a massively. I, I don't think she would. She wouldn't feature in my top three for the for the for the, the series. No, but like there is always that one queen. Like if you think Aja and All Stars three, like there is that one surprise yeah what episode can you remember did she go home on was it like the improv challenge oh god i can't remember um, um she did have limits like she was a decent actress i think she turned a good look she could sew yeah but i don't think she's that funny no no she seems quite serious but that's okay because sometimes you want to see a strike queen you know mm-hmm. um next up was someone who i had expected to go much further in their season was blair st Clair. Iconic Blair St. Clair. See above? No, like good looks. Did she have that much diversity? No, but I think she's she's matured and grown an awful lot. Like her music that she's put out since has been really good. Mm. That her look has really changed because she was doing that kind of whole m- Mad Men sort mm. of housewife Ingenue. sort of yeah look, and she was really keeping it in that vein and the kind of like innocent like I'm here from my hometown uh, thing whereas now she seems like she's much vampier her makeup looks are much more interesting she's kind of gone down a bit more of an Aquaria look with her makeup I, I think she could surprise us all and also she's like like classically trained actress although that does often come back to bite the classically mm. trained actresses in the ass yeah, because you're not doing classic acting there you're doing hammy acting for RuPaul where you just have to make a dick joke to win <laughs> exactly <laughs> and someone who's good at that is Miss Cracker <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, well, this is, you know, this is who you want to be on All Stars 5, yeah. right? Miss Cracker, like, such a fan favourite. 
like Katia 2.0 from a sort of fan point of view. Absolutely. You do sometimes worry that she can only go down, but Katia still went up. So look, it is possible. And she was so diverse. Yeah, I hope. I think that like her main her main grief on, on her season was that her she had this lack of confidence uh, where she kept kind of second guessing herself and particularly around her runway looks weren't great. Um, so I think that this time she can come back. She'll have really like elevated her look and I think that she will have elevated her confidence as well. So I think she could go really far. She would be in my top three. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, and it was a absolute like crime against humanity that they picked her to go home over Cameron Michaels. I would completely agree. Um, <laughs> then the next one up is someone who a lot of people think probably deserved to win the season they were on, Shea Coulee. Yeah, again, this is another one you're like, yeah, these are the big names. These are the people you want to watch the season yeah. for, like Shea. Ultimately, I agree with Sasha winning, but up until though that petal fall, like she had it in the bag again, so diverse. Oh my god! But she she was one of those queens who just like ticked every single box. Like yeah. she was funny, she was smart, she could sing, she could dance. Like her runway looks were amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, I I think she's up there. She's 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 one of my favorite queens, and I think that she's going to go really really far. She's a costume designer, and she can dance, yeah. and she can act. Her limit is comedy, I would say. Yeah. Did she end up in the bottom at the at the roast of Michelle Visage? She was in the bottom I think once. She did a decent snatch game, but like, I did enjoy her cricket phone joke. Yeah. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, that was no. Being when a, she was Peter Brown. Oh no, because she did the joke about borrowing the cricket phone. Oh, from, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. Um. Yeah, because she. Yeah, she was Naomi Campbell, right? Yeah. So, so she yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Having to go tire and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, such a strong competitor. Yeah. It's hard to see anyone else winning over her. I would agree, absolutely. I think that it's going to be very difficult for anyone to come in and, and, and do better than she's going to be able to do. Mm. Um, and she, as I said, is a dancer. She is a singer. She's a costume maker. She's a comedian. And this next queen definitely isn't any of those things. It's Derek Barry. Yeah, you do have to wonder, what does Derek Barry still have to offer? Though? I think they're bringing her back for the shade. 100% back for the shade. She'll be one of those. She'll go to the middle of the season, be the villain, kind of get the Fifi edit a bit, and then hopefully just leave without causing any hassle. I generally think this might be an unpopular opinion. I think season eight was one of the worst seasons. I agree. Of, of Drag Race. I loved Kim Chi. I know now obviously I love Naomi a lot more after season eight. Wasn't ranking her until she before she went into that. And Bob was obviously hilarious. Yeah. But the sort of the from four down, not a lot of Yeah, great. no, I, I mean I did I liked Torgy. I thought Torgy was or not, yeah, I liked Torgy and I, I liked Robbie Turner a lot in the season. Um but yeah, even like yeah, Acid Betty was interesting but never that mm. never took off. I just I don't get that sort of excitement. Whereas I think you've so much to feast off in season nine, yeah, in comparison, yeah. So any season eight queen, I'm gonna be like, especially Derry Perry. <laughs> forgot the name for a minute. Uh, when you're like, you're kind of finished with everything she had to offer in her season. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to check out the seams on her uh, on her outfits. <laughs> Is she gonna be Britney <laughs> again for Snatch Game? Oh God! Or is she gonna do that terrible? Do you remember in, in season eight when she did the like weird like oh, I'm gonna do whatever this other person was, and she like did this like insanely like. I don't know. I can't even remember what that woman's name was. Yeah, no Blue Cantrell or something. Oh no, Shana thank Paul you. And Blue. <laughs> um, yeah, not excited for for Derek. The next one, Mariah Blenciaga is next one. I'm very excited for her. I love her. Now she ha she was in season three very long time ago. I don't think she did a huge amount on season three that was really iconic or memorable. No. but she has appeared. Like she's been on everything on yeah. my presents for the last several years, and she's so funny. She's great in fashion photo review. Oh, I find her, 
hilarious. Is she not and the person who said share a hole? She might have, but I forgive her now. <laughs> it's coming up to Christmas. I'm forgiving everybody. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. Okay, who's next? Uh, next is India Farah, another season three queen. Um, now, Indi- obviously, she left us nothing. She, we had no appetite for her. But that's why I'm really excited for yeah, her. Yeah, me too. Now, I do think it's kind of like, I'm trying to remember who it was that came into last season or came into the, the last All-Star season where it was like, oh, we didn't get to see anything from them. They're going to be amazing. And then they just totally flopped. So, Jasmine? Um, I, could, I don't think it was Jasmine. I think we all knew what that was going to happen. <laughs> um, but no, like, I, I feel like as if, I don't. I just don't know. I think that she's going to come in with kind of high expectations and scaredy no, cast. And got the Kendall in the British one is who I was going to think. Everyone's okay. kind of like, oh, they're they're like they're like obviously they're new to the game, but they're going to be interesting. Whereas I think that India is going to get kind of that, but like I don't necessarily know that she has the personality. That's it. I think she has no expectations. People are going to be like, WTF is she here for? And she'll either absolutely slay in the first episode or she'll sashay away. Like yeah. she she is like on like a, on the edge of a court. I, I would say on based on the the format of All Stars where they have to do a sort of a talent show. talent show she's been doing a las vegas residency for years now and she is like one of the, the the biggest queens there so i think that she'll have a talent that she'll be able to do it's when she gets into the more acting and comedy based things that i think she's going to she's going to falter okay. so i wouldn't be surprised if she came in and she i, I wouldn't say she came in and she really like blew up in that first episode and everyone's like oh that's amazing but then kind of slowly declines out she was the queen who was picked up by me on first right she was indeed. She was, there has to be a reference. Wearing that. that absolutely awful wig, the yeah. huge, big, horrible wig. She was one of the. It was her and Phoenix Delight who were wearing the same costume. When they oh yeah! Oh, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, bam! It's Alexis Mateo. I mean, she's just back because of Vanjie, right? Yeah. I don't think I have. I don't. I. I mean, if you're bringing, I can we just not have Yara Sophia? I did prefer Yara. I'm trying to think of Alexis's strong points. She's very pageanty. I'm not sure if the drag she was presenting season three is the drag people want to see now in season twelve. No, I think that she is. Yeah, she was very traditional pageanty, gowny. Uh, she didn't do anything much more beyond that. I would be interested to see if she's modernized or elevated it. Hmm. I don't feel like she is. Like I, I think, think she's, she's still charismatic. Going to be... Um, I think the reason she got so high in all stars in all stars in season three is because I think season three was a weird season where there, it just went on so long. Yeah, and there was just so many design challenges, which is ultimately over Azure one because she was like, "You just keep giving me the same challenge and I keep turning around." <laughs> well, I, I do well. You know, there there obviously is the 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 rumors about all stars three how it was like basically predetermined that season three or season three yeah. where, where raja where raja was going to win but i also i don't think anyone could have beaten raja but i, I so i my main memory of of alexis mateo is that lip sync between her and um between her and yara sophia i think it was i think about you by paddy labelle yeah. and yara obviously the emotion of the thing got to her and she just absolutely broke down. And there's a load of rumors going around from that particular runway that 
the producers were trying to drag Yara to her feet and literally get her to do anything because she had performed so strong throughout the season mm-hmm. and she deserved to be in the finale and it was just because she gave them nothing that they had to send her home and keep Alexis Mateo and that's how she got into the top three. Because okay. I, I wouldn't... I mean, of the two of them, I would have said that. Uh, I would have said that she was definitely... And Yara does a better job in All-Stars 1 as well. Yara sort of carries the two. I yeah, think. yeah. I would I would agree with that. Yeah. And also Yara, I, love, I just love her. She's just amazing. Her makeup is beautiful. And uh, Alexis did Shakira, who I love for Snatch... Snatch game, RuPaul's gaff in and all says one. Did an awful job. That was terrible. When you, when you, when you slam the name of Shakira, I'm never happy. <laughs> the hips don't lie. You're not happy. <laughs> and then next up is Juju B. Oh, I love Juju B. Me too. I'm very excited. Uh, yeah. She is also really diverse as well. Absolute lip sync assassin. So she's she, if she wins a challenge she's walking away with that 10,000 grand I would put her in the top three I would put it I, I, I would not be surprised if you had Ms. Cracker Shea Coulee and um, and GGB in see the they three. would be my top three now on paper yeah but all stars is a totally different thing it's so hard to predict and that's kind of why I love it yeah you don't know how they're going to react to the different challenges how the diff- what skill sets people are actually going to bring how people have grown since their mm. seasons like I do think it's interesting having these older season queens uh, in the mix to see because they've had such a long time to actually grow from when they were initially on the show yeah. like what else can they do and the, the next queen up is is um, one from right from the very beginning is Ong Jaina mm. oh, and that does seem to be the theme of old versus new yes with it. like there's nobody right down the middle is there there's no five or six queens no there is no five or six <clears throat> yeah that's true there does seem to be kind of like very older like you've got a lot of one you've, you've got a lot of season three queens you've got some season some two, two and a one, one yeah. but then, then yeah then it comes up into the kind of the more double digits but element before nine, we get on to Ong Jaina just on, on be quickly it'd be interesting to see her without Raven Yes, because both times she had Raven there as a backup, kind of. Yeah, that is that is very true. Um, and I, I, I don't think that that'll hamper her though. I think if anything no. that'll kind of and also you know Raven will be there because Raven will be doing the makeup yeah, in the background, so she'll have her friend if she yeah, needs her friend. Exactly. <laughs> um, Angina, I think, is probably the one that the one queen that people have been yearning to see mm. more of for years. Yes. Yeah. Like she, she seems to be some people that people come, she she comes up again and again and again. People are kind of like, oh, she was amazing. She deserved to win season, uh, season one. Like she was just so fantastic, and she had that whole big moment probably around where she revealed that she had AIDS on the stage, and it was just, mm. um, I, I, just her whole storyline since then has just been like as this, almost a queen who set off the the drag race ship. Yeah. Um. So it would be very interesting to see what she does. I'd like to see Nina Flowers back as well. Another Nina really Flowers would be another one yeah. I would. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, see back. but I think there's a few question marks in like this could be good, but I don't really know what to expect. Like obviously, Angina is pre Snatch Game. What's she gonna be like for that? You know. So yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Kind of wish it was on now. Yeah, I know. Would they hurry up and announce the bloody thing? This is the thing with All Stars. I love it for the first three episodes. And then I think it goes downhill. Yeah. And it's because it's such an unpredictable format, which you love and you hate. Like, it doesn't feel good when Manila goes. It but I think feel good when Ben eliminates No, herself. but I think that that's because at the beginning, there's so many of them that doesn't really matter. You haven't formed relationships with them. Whereas when it gets towards the middle, you're like, no, I want producers producing this so my favourites stay. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want drag queens picking their favourites and yeah. <laughs> sending the other ones home. Oh. Um, here, so here's a question. Any queen of any season that you could throw into that mix of all stars. Courtney Act. Oh. Um, She'll never go back. No, she never will. But um, I'd love to see her back. 
I, I would think that she would romp home to victory in any... Mm. Well, she obviously wouldn't because RuPaul would be like, you're fired, get out. But... Um... I just... Loved, I just uh, Season 6, first ep- season I ever watched, I just was enamored with her. I wanted her to win yeah. over Bianca. Yeah. Even though when I w- watched back yet, I was like, oh yeah, Bianca yeah. did deserve that. But I was just so enamored with yeah. her and everything. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, why don't you do so well? But, and she's been... She's done so such good work since and she's mm. like really like built a massive career for herself yeah. and she's so successful I would I would quite like to see I remember my back. heart broke a tiny bit when she went into the big brother house and that dress ripped on her and I was like oh, I wonder no. I often wondered if that was if that was a planned I wouldn't say so no she doesn't seem like the type who would do that actually I think she I think she's clever enough to think of something but I don't think she would have done that yeah yeah uh, for me if I was going to pick one it would be another season 6 queen and it would be Jocelyn Fox oh I mean, it should be like, that's possible. I don't think it is. I, no? I, I think that that they're sleeping on Jocelyn and they're not giving her her credit. She was, I think, any other season that she went on, particularly the later ones, she could have gotten to the final without. Like her snatch game was brilliant. She was really was good, good in that that scream. It was coming. It was it was it was brilliant. But, <laughs> by comparison, by comparison to some oh, yeah. of the snatch games we've seen in the le- in the most recent seasons, like it was brilliant. Her performance in the Scream Queens thing was fantastic. Yeah, gasp! Um, and I just think that she was so charming. She was and so likable. She was interviewing Cher's mom, but that's because she got in her own head. <laughs> and I'm interviewing the vagina that came into the vagina the chair came out of, and the person that the vagina the chair came into. <laughs> It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, Jocelyn Fox? Uh, I thought I, I thought she seemed lovely. I felt like she got thrown into um, All-Star. I th- she got thrown into season six, I would imagine, because they wanted that like storyline with her and, and Courtney Act um, playing out a bit. Mm. And they probably should have put her in a different season where I think she would have been better. Like, I think she could have she, she could have won virtually. She could have definitely got to the final of virtually any other season. Yeah, possibly. Maybe not season nine. Um, <laughs> on the topic of season fo- six, um, Adora Delano is in X on the Beach. Yes, I watched a bit of it. I do like X on the Beach. I was veering away from it recently, but X on the Beach have sort of taken a leaf out of Are You the Ones book, and they've sort of made a more gender fluid, oh. you know, sexually free cast. So there's some straight people. There's Adora Delano, obviously a gay drag queen. There is a, a non-binary trans, no, trans woman and someone else is non-binary. Um, so it's just a bit more diverse, a bit more rainbow fleckled on it. Okay. Adora is on probation, question mark. That's what she says. I don't know if it's a joke or not. Because she, she's like, I can't get into a fight because I'm on probation. I don't want to end up in jail because I won't survive. I'm too pretty for jail. I'm going to guess that that's a joke because you probably would have heard if she had done something where she was on probation. Yeah. I don't know. No, don't <laughs> I mean, we could find out. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> She's on there with Georgia from Love Island two oh, years ago. I don't know if you watched that one. But Georgia kept claiming she was loyal. And then Rob Smith's man. Um, and she's on with some guy from um, Ibiza Weekender and there are loads of American reality stars I don't know. Oh. But uh, it should be interesting. It's winter themed. X on the beach. So no beach involved. So it's X on the slopes. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, lovely. Peak of love, they call Peak it. Peak of love. Yeah. Oh, flavor, flavor. Uh, so that's some drag adjacent content for you. Yeah. Also, I watched a, a video of um, Queens of Drag, which is the German drag race competition. Mm. And the judges are Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum. 
Country Diverse. Country Diverse. And the lead singer of Tokyo Hotel, whose name I can't forget. But they have interesting guest judges. Um, they've had Amanda Lepore, um, Pablo Vitar, and some people wait a lifetime to be judged by her, Leona Lewis. Oh, who's also judging X Factor The Band. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> Even though Irish, there's an Irish singer, Sia Babes or Saoirse Jack, who name is, she won it. So oh, I'm good to see for her. her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fair play to her. Uh, Bill Koylitz is his name, the lead singer of Tokyo Hotel. He's also a judge. And different format. So after they do their presentation, they get marked in a Eurovision style point system. Which I was watching this and I was like, this is so German. So each of the judges give them a ranking from first to last and they get corresponding points. And then whoever's last just goes home. No, oh, no lip sync. Yeah. Well, I guess they probably would have been sued the house down boots if they'd uh, tried to <laughs> if they tried to have a lip sync for your life. Why? The lip sync battle. They do the same thing. Oh, that is true. But it's, it's not. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe Heidi didn't want to sit through a lip sync. Katrina <laughs> would be either. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Now, I do speak a bit of German, so I was able to follow it mm. enough because uh, it's in German. I don't know if it's available with English subtitles, but have a look. It, maybe you speak German. Are you a <laughs> or German? Or maybe you speaking? speak German. Maybe if you're a German thing, perhaps you want to put English subtitles on it. So you can learn English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> to learn English. <laughs> Please insert the next tape. <laughs> and then the only other bit of drag race news is Strictly from Dancing are allegedly looking for a drag race contestant to be on the next series. Mm. Davina Divine. Yeah. Her bag of chips. Yeah. Oh no. Davina DeCampo. Oh, it's Davina yeah. Divine is I actually I would prefer to see Davina <laughs> Divine. Davina Divine I, I, I would love to see on, on Strictly or on like the Irish version of it. Yeah, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. She is bigger than some of the people that get on that show. Yeah, she definitely is. Huey Vaughn from Big Brother. Who? Huey? Do you remember? He was, he was a gay guy on Big Brother. Oh, the only one I remember was... What was your man's name? Spiral. Spiral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that, less said about that, the better. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, definitely need to get a drag queen on. Yeah, no, I, I think that would be good fun. Obviously, it went down really well when Courtney acted it over in, uh, in mm. Australia. So, And it's a nice way for the BBC to get around having same-sex dancers, but still representing yeah. old-school appearances of having a man and a woman. Absolutely. So I think that's pretty much it for the show. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it for Christmas. That's it for Christmas. Uh, we'll be back in the new year. At some point. At some point. We'll check in every now and again, don't worry. <laughs> you won't be lonely. It's somewhat bound <laughs> by RuPaul. <laughs> Wait, oh, he's not making any content is, for us. We can't make any content for you. That's true. You never know. We, we might talk about AJ and the Queen. We might talk about DragCon yes. UK, which I'm off to yes. in mid-January. DragCon UK should be fun. AJ and the Queen, are you going to watch it? Does it uh, look good? No. I might watch like the that's trailer. <laughs> There's 22 drag queens in it, apparently. Yes. Yeah, there, there are. Um, all, of, all of RuPaul's favourites. Actually, that was one hilarious thing on, on RuPaul. Did you see where Katya pushed him to try and remember what season he was on? Yes. That was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and who won my year? Oh, uh, oh, uh, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Violet Chachi, yes. <laughs> 
very very funny I just recorded so many of those things I can't keep track. <laughs> yeah. I think at least he's honest I'm like good for you RuPaul good for you I watched an episode <laughs> of Drag Race UK with my parents and uh, just to see how they'd go down and when Ru was like you were all my legendary children my dad was like what the fuck does he mean by that? And like, it's kind of hard to explain out of context. But yes, anyway, that is the end for the show this week. We will be back in the new year. Have a lovely Christmas. Um, I wonder, is anybody getting any sort of drag paraphernalia for Christmas? If you get your, your first pair of tucking pants in your stocking. Let us know. Two. I mean, who bought them for you? <laughs> Why did they put them in your stocking? Did you, did you also get stockings? <laughs> What sort of stockings were they? It, Compression stockings the, for the place? What's the first thing you need to become a drag queen? What's like item 101? Um, a wig? So for me, when I was uh, when I was when I was transforming to Sarah Shimonen, the first thing I wanted was heels. Okay. Because that that really like that changes your posture. Yeah. A, wig, a wig, heels and a wig. Okay. The okay. Well, I hope, yeah. hope you all get wigs and Heels and wigs. Heels and wigs for, for everybody, for all the boys and girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.